Welcome to Stories I Didn't Tell Last Sunday. Hey, I'm Doug McAllister, and we're celebrating America's birthday. This is July 4th week, and we have a very special edition of Stories I Didn't Tell Last Sunday. Recently, I was a guest on another podcast called The Rushmore Show, and the whole show was about our favorite picnic foods, uh, and I'm going to give you my top four favorite picnic foods. You'll also get to see Pastor Andy, who is our Generations Pastor here at Journey, and Pastor Kirk, who's now in Atlanta, who also is part of our staff in the past here at Journey. So it's like an old family reunion, me and Andy uh, and Kirk hanging out, talking about barbecue. So we thought for July 4th week that we would celebrate, and I'm going to give you a special peek inside of that really cool show called The Rushmore Show, and it's coming up right now, and I hope you enjoy stories I didn't tell last Sunday. Kirk, it is 4th of July. You know what that means. It's time to launch some fireworks tonight. Are you excited, man? I'm excited, but I'm worried about Uncle Terry. Bag up, bag up. Bag up, Terry. When he reverse, Terry? When he reverse? Oh, Lord. Lord, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus. What the, what, what you doing, Terry? Sports show where it's all about your top four and nothing more. Andy, it was an amazing episode we had last week. It was our six month anniversary, our happy birthday. And uh, Zoe came and wished us happy birthday on our intro. And it was so amazing to let all of our friends know what's coming the next six months. And one of the things that we talked about was obviously July. And uh, we're here in July. It's the 4th of July, Independence Day. Andy, do you love Independence Day just as much as I do? I love it so much, man. I am all about it. And look, today's topic is outside of like independence and freedom and, you know, all that cool stuff, democracy and all that great stuff. Outside of that, probably my second favorite part of this is uh, just celebrating it, right? Uh, You know, waving the flags like you're waving right now, popping the fireworks, and also, I love barbecue, man. Going to a friend's house or doing it yourself at your house, just having everybody together, cooking some food, putting some stuff together, and just having a great time. So, 4th of July, one of my favorite, favorite holidays. Yeah. Are, are, are you a fan of fireworks? Are so, you- I, I, here's the thing. We're I not think we've talked about them before a few times, but are you, are you a big fan? I, well, we're not going to do hot takes today, but I do have a hot take on fireworks. Number one... There's like a, a week's window of time that it's acceptable to light fireworks, right? If you do it the week, the week of 4th of July, I'm cool with it. But when it's like July 25th and there's still fireworks happening or it's June and there's fireworks already happening, get out of here. Like, I don't want that. That comes from me being like a dog owner and it just, it just makes life crazy, right? So, um, I do yeah, like them. I love fireworks. I was the kid that would uh, drive my bike or ride my bike, I guess, up to the, the the fireworks stand and had a few dollars and I'd buy fireworks and I wouldn't let my parents know I had them. I'd put them in a little duffel bag and I'd go out in the woods and, and pop them and hope I didn't blow my hand off because uh, wow. obviously that, that was kind of taboo. And then I, when I got older, I, I, I just love popping them. I have to go f- at least get 
a little bit. Whether it's some Roman candles or some bottle rockets. Snakes and sparklers are the only ones I like. Got to do something uh, to be a part. Uh, you know, it's a little FOMO. I got to I gotta shoot off at least something today. And, you know, but I do love barbecue. And that is going to be our topic for today, man. Barbecue. Man, we have an amazing guest today. Amazing yeah. guest. A, a good friend of both of ours. A, and matter of fact, without this guy, we don't have the Rushmore show. I, we just don't. It just can't happen. And uh, so we have one of my favorite people. Uh, he's my mentor, my pastor, a leader. And I'm sure you would say the same things, right, Andy? Yes, Your pastor, absolutely. mentor, leader. Anyways, today on the show, we have none other than Pastor Doug McAllister from Journey Fellowship. Welcome. Man, I am Journey so excited to be the on the Rushmore, man. Morning. I have dreamed on, so about why being on, on your earth, show. Hey, PD, why yeah. on earth would we invite you to come and do a little Americana with us? And uh, celebrate the United States of America and a little barbecue. I don't know, man. I'm just glad to be part of the group. <laughs> well, yeah. tell them, what, what do you love? Pastor Doug, Pastor Doug, tell us a little bit about uh, just, just the church and, and some of the things going on. And, and, and so our, our viewers know exactly what's going on here. Obviously, I was a youth pastor under you. And sure. then I left and I came over to Georgia. And now Andy is over there serving under you. And yeah. so it's been a real honor for both of us. Tell us a little bit about the church. Well, you know, man, it's so good to be with both of you because I just feel so close to Kirk and Andy. Uh, in fact, in my mind, you guys are always connected, you know, because y'all were so close while you were both here. Uh, and I just I love how the Lord always raises up. Um, a Joshua to every Moses, you know, I kind of felt like, you know, jo you know, Andy was Joshua to your Moses, you know, so it's just really good. Well, that's for a big, big deal. Uh, man, I, I need a staff. I need a, a I need a, somebody to hold my arms up. <laughs> well, you have the beard already, so you're good. Well, I got that, that kind of going for me. And, uh, I don't know if he was a cowboy. I don't think Moses was a cowboy, well, but well, it's a cowboy. Come it actually is from, journey from a camp that we went to and Andy just got back from camp. He's yeah. a little worn out. So if he ain't speaking loud today, he's, he's losing his voice. We're in recovery mode. Football. We're in recovery mode. <laughs> yeah. And he's got suns out, guns out. I mean, it's all about America today and rock and roll and freedom. So I know I see Andy's shirt. He has a really cool shirt on, man. I wish I'd have worn my red, white and bluegrass shirt. Red, white yeah, and so, rock and roll. So this is a well-known <laughs> fact. Pastor Doug is a bluegrass fanatic. He Man, loves bluegrass. They're gonna play bluegrass in heaven. I'm pretty sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's 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 what it's what Jesus is playing, huh? Yeah, you know it, man. It's it's the gospel. At its roots. But, uh, we are, man, it has been a great time uh, catching up, Pastor. We, we're going to jump in and we're going to yeah. really get into the meat of this. And today we are going to do a Rushmore of barbecue foods. Now All right, Pastor Doug, it is the Rushmore of barbecue foods. Now, look, earlier today, I sent out to Andy. I'm like, Andy, I, look, I know I'm the one that kind of was thinking about what can we do for the July? It's barbecue. Barbecue is one of my favorite things. I mean, hot dog eating contest with Joey Chestnut, fireworks, <laughs> um, just Americana in general. What yeah. are we going to do? And, man, we had to do our favorite thing. It's barbecue foods. And I was like, well, 
here's the thing. I'm, we don't usually talk about our criteria. Usually we tell the, the audience what each one of our criteria is because it's our top four and nobody else's. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we kind of thought, well, there were two ways of looking at this. Is it barbecue foods, like the actual barbecue food that you're cooking on the barbecue or smoking or, you know, what all that meat that you're basting? Or is it you're at a barbecue so you're coming to the family barbecue and what are the top four foods that you are going to have? And I think um, by way of show of hands, that's me and Andy, uh, that uh, we're going to go with barbecue foods in general. So like we're going to grandma's house. We're going to Uncle Eddie's house. We're going we're invited over at the, the, the picnic and all the spread is out there. All those meats that we're talking about. So you could go all four meats with it or. What are the four things that you are going to put on your plate? Mm-hmm. That is the top four things. You can only get four things. You got four squares. What are you putting on the plate? So that's what we're going to do today. The Rushmore of barbecue foods. Andy, you're going to go first. I'm assuming. Yes. And uh, you're going to tell us it's, is your criteria any different than that? So my criteria, like we talked about before, I just have this imaginary plate that is sectioned into four pieces, right? Yeah. And normally, if you're right. going to go to a barbecue, you're going to have more than four options. But if if the first plate that I go up and get, what are the first four things? I'm gonna I'm gonna skip over certain things because you know maybe I'll come back to them. Here's the thing: I like everything at a barbecue, right? So I'm gonna come back for Everything. Seconds. It's everything. gonna happen. But my first plate usually tells me where my heart is and what I really want, right? So um, my criteria is just that. If I have four sections in a plate, um, what am I going to pick? Before I say that too, though, I want to make a distinction because most viewers from our area understand what barbecue is. Um, my, you know, I think the, the true definition of barbecue is not just something you throw on a grill. Now, it, it, you know, there's sometimes there's that kind of mix up of like what's barbecue, what's grilling, whatever. Um, you got to be sweating into the food. You got to be sweating into the food. Smoked meat is barbecue, right? So a a hamburger to me and my criteria does not make that. Um, But again, it could make it in yours and and, and that's fine. But uh, so that's kind of one of the criteria for me. Apparently that's a cookout. A barbecue barbecue. is going to have smoked meat at it. Right. right? Okay. So that's, that's my, that's my take there. That's my criteria. And uh, we'll go ahead and get started. I'm going to, I'm going to just go ahead and get started with my Rosie. Um, my number four, and I did just like you said in the criteria, I didn't just pick four meats um, because if I do that on a plate, like it's great, I'm going to eat them, but I need a little bit of something. Okay. So actually my first two aren't even going to be meats. Although this first one, it'll make sense in a minute. My Rosie, my number four, um, I thought about side items. Okay. So like what side am I going to pick? Okay. Um, And for most meals, I'm more a fan of the side item, to be honest with you. Like, I could get a plate of sides and be great. But I just picked one, my side, my number four, my Rosie. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Roll that beautiful bean footage. I got to go baked beans, okay? I love baked beans. And not just any, just straight up out of a can. My mom used to make it with, the, throw the brown sugar, yes. throw the bacon, put the sausage bacon. in there. Which makes it a bean. Right. So anyway, so I love beans. I love beans. Uh, I love baked beans. Uh, I, it's a perfect side item. It's got that little sweetness. 
little bit of heat, vinegar, whatever it is you put in. Everybody kind of makes theirs differently. Um, but I love that. I also like, uh, this may be cheating, but I like mixing it with my other food. Like, so if I were to get like a meat or something to mix those things together, which I'm not a big fan or like, I don't have to have my, all my food separated. I know some people are crazy like that and their food. I, I mean, it's like beanie meats. I mean, come on. Yeah. Right. Right. So anyway, yep. That's my Rosie. That's my number four. What do you guys think about baked beans? Bro, the first thing I thought of was how on earth have we done now, what, 26 episodes? And we have gone back to back with some beautiful bean footage. <laughs> and I said that last week. Right. I said that last week. And I don't even know where that came from. I said it and I was like, wow, that's funny. Then you come <laughs> out with it again. Look, I love big beans. Big beans are a staple of any barbecue. As a matter of fact, it's a staple of any Americana food. You invite me over for burgers and dogs, you better have some beans. Right. Um, and and uh, I, I do love mom's baked beans. Uh, you got to have a lot of the sugar, brown sugar. Yes. And, and you know me, I'm, I'm a sugar guy. So sugar, sugar, sugar. Give me sugar. But uh, it, it, it gets christened with that bacon. And yeah. so, man, that is, that's some good stuff. I, I love that one. I love that one, especially since... Uh, there are a lot of sides to pick from, and that is that's that, that's pretty close. All right, so Pastor Doug, do you like baked beans? I do, but I like to mix my baked beans with potato salad. Oh, oh man! Oh, so if you can in just order kind you of have baked beans, you got to have potato salad. Not so, a true, not not a hundred percent mix, but just kind of overlapping each other. You okay. know, just touching and just enjoying the two textures and so, the flavors. So what I'm hearing from, see, some people like the actual dividers in your four plate. No. Nah. You, you, you're not putting dividers in, you're just smashing them in. I kind of want it all to overlap, everything. Yeah, I want it to touch each other and I want to be in a real relationship, you know? <laughs> right. Good. Love it. Love it. Yeah. All right, Kirk, so well, let's move. Is. We're going to move on, Kirk, to your Rosie. Let the people know, what is your criteria for picking? So, I, I mean, we, I, I said it before, we kind of talked prior. Um, that is, that is basically my criteria. I will say this, uh, here in Atlanta, there are a lot of great barbecue joints that you can go to, whether it's music or, or like a really ritzy joint or, or where grandma literally comes out with the collard greens and puts it on your, mm. and so I was, when I thought of the sides, I thought of something that was going to be at one of those barbecue places. Like it wasn't just. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm cracking over the can. Right. right. And so, um, my number four, my number four, I had to get a dessert in, dude. I had to get mm. my dessert and I'm going to get it in right here at the front because yeah, I mean, and I'm in Atlanta. So most people would say peach cobbler. Um, but I'm going to go with apple cobbler oh, and because yeah. I'm a cobbler all in general, but apple's my jam. You know that. Peach cobbler, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dissing that or the cherry or the even blackberry or blueberry or if it's cobbler, even I mean, maybe cobbler doing some shoes. I'm eating it. <laughs> and, uh, I love cobbler, man. I love it. Especially I get a little ice cream with that. It's hot and cold. But um, I'm gonna go with because I, I've never been to a barbecue place where even if I didn't have enough room that I didn't have to at least try the dessert because I know. It slaps. And so I'm going to go with cobbler is my rosy, my number four. It's going to be on there. And uh, yeah, you guys like, like desserts. 
I'm a big dessert fan. So yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And you mentioned it too, and I'll, I'll count it. Ice cream. Cobbler isn't cobbler without ice cream. I'm just going to yeah. say it. You've got to have the hot and the cold. Then the, the, the ice cream's kind of melting over. Oh yeah. That, and, and you're like drinking like the, 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 the fruit and vanilla together. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Good, good absolutely. I, I am not a cobbler fan at all. Oh. I just don't like the whole experience. Oh, it kind of just ruins it for me, man. You know, just the texture, the, the texture, too much sugar, huh? Too much. I can know it should sugar. be a pie. Like this thing should have been a pie, but it's not quite a pie. You know? It's a pie that fell apart. It just kind of, yeah, it's like a pie that didn't quite it's make it like to the pie, pie level. Like a dump you know? cake. It's like a dump pie. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Basically. So, I mean, I can eat it if I'm forced to, which I would forced volunteer. But okay. I okay. Pick it. So I'm hoping I hear a dessert or something for you because I, I got to figure that one out. Yeah, so I got one. All right, so Pastor Doug, you've heard me. You've heard uh, baked. So we got baked beans. We got cobbler. Now it's your turn to tell us your Rosie. That's Roosevelt. That's who we consider number four on the list on the yeah. mountain. Who's your number four starting your mountain? My number four is it is not a barbecue unless you have some real homemade. Sweet tea. Come on. Yes. Sweet tea. Yes, sir. Sweet yes, tea sir. is if, if you don't have sweet tea, it's not a real barbecue. No, no. There's a little, there's a little hole in the wall joint up in Picayune, Mississippi, which is a much smaller town than Slidell. And they make the best sweet tea. The barbecue is amazing, but man, their sweet tea is whole so, other level. Pastor Doug, do you get do you want your sweet tea to be diabetic? Yes. I have a recipe. <laughs> Remember when we planted the church in Bell yeah. Chase? Yeah. yeah. All right. There's a, there was a seafood restaurant right down the street from the campus. Remember that little place yeah. we all go uh -huh. to after work days? So anyway, I was in there one day eating catfish, and the waitress came up to me and said, can I get you a refill? And I said, yeah. What do you have? I said, I have sweet tea. She says, oh, we just ran out. I got to make some more. And, man, their sweet tea was Amazing. Yeah. So yeah. I asked her, I said, so what is the recipe here in Bell Chase for sweet tea? And she said, oh, I can't tell you. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, it's a pretty common recipe. She said, well, it's our secret. I said, I'll tell you what, tell me. And I won't tell anybody that you told me. So I thought I would publish it today to the world here on Rushmore. Uh -oh. Yeah. But I, she said, I'll tell you, it's fine. This is what they do. They they, they boil a half a gallon of water. They steep two family-sized tea bags okay. for seven minutes. Exactly. Okay. They take out the tea bags. They add two and a half cups of sugar. <laughs> two and a half. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> then they add a half a gallon of cold water and stir. Oh, man. Man, I'm telling you. I've been making it like that ever since we opened the church in Bell Chase because wow. it is the best tea. Now, it is sweet. It's on the other side of sweet. You know, right. some people don't like it this sweet, but this is, I made this this morning Come because on. I make a gallon about every other day here because me and my family, we go through it all the time. It's right. the best part of the now, barbecue. Pastor Doug, I know you've been all over the country. What state has the worst sweet tea? Because any, any state north of Tennessee. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you go to Illinois or New York or whatever, like sweet tea. I'm like, they have hey, no idea. I didn't it say tastes unsweet. like brown water, man. It's like, yeah, come I on, no, this is not tea. I need some sugar. 
I never order sweet tea outside of the South ever because nobody can make it. It's good everywhere from Texas to Florida to Tennessee to North Carolina, but outside of that area, you know, it's a lost art. So it's not a barbecue without a, mm. a gallon of sweet tea. Great. Well, we will accept that for sure. I'm, I'm right. down. I'm down with that sweet tea pick. So I, I, um, in college, I worked at Raising Cane's and that's another place that their tea is, the amount so if you're in the Cane's, kitchen, Popeyes, watching them, if you're in the dude, kitchen watching guys. them make sweet tea, it, it yeah. it's almost scary how much sugar yeah. is going in there. You're like, what? yeah, in the it's like syrup. It's like yeah, pouring yeah. slow, right? Mm-hmm. So great pick. I, so, I love so sweet tea. Love the syrup sweet texture tea. that you don't like about cobbler. If we're putting two and a half cups, <laughs> oh, it's not the sugar in the cobbler. I love the sugar. I don't. I don't like the. The jelly mix and the uh, the gelatin, yeah, okay. Yeah, I just kind of, nah, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great but sugar. I'm on board. Louisiana cane, best sugar on the planet. Awesome, great, nice. Pick. Pastor Doug, you mentioned some good old Louisiana cane syrup. Yes, this is one of my gifts when I left Journey. Somebody gave it to me, and I had to hold on to it. Uh, wow, it's a it's a good old Steens, hundred percent pure cane. Nice. Let's go. That's, nice. that's good stuff there, man. Love it. Sweet yeah, tea. man. So, hey, we are going to jump into TJ Jazzy Jeff. That's our fun little name for Thomas Jefferson. He's third yeah. on the list. <laughs> Andy, Andy, TJ Jazzy Jeff, who's your number three on the mountain? Who are we etching in today? Number three. Okay, so I have to add a dessert. I've got to put a dessert on my plate. i got to oh, have flipped it. it. You flipped him. I uh, see. I see. I'm not going to go cobbler, although I'd like it. Um, there was another one that was, that was almost on my list was the poke cake, right? Where they poke it and they put like all that condensed milk and all fun stuff in it. It's gotta be red, red, white, and blue too. It's gotta be red, white, and blue. Gotta love that stuff, but I'm not doing that. My TJ Jazzy Jeff could have easily made the George of my list today, but I wanted to put the meat at the end. Banana pudding, man. I gotta get the banana pudding in there. There is not a better bite of dessert in my opinion than banana pudding with the vanilla wafers with that Just banana pudding. Cookies. Or if you do, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You can go the real like bougie version and like put those chess cookies in there. In there. Oh. Um, but man, just the simplest of, it just makes me think of childhood. Um, pudding is great. Banana. I, I don't know what else I could say about it. It is so good. Um, it's one of the things that doing keto now, I miss tremendously is having banana pudding. In fact, we were at the store today. We found some uh, low carb like vanilla wafers and actually they taste really good, but we can't figure out the whole banana pudding situation. So we're still (laughs) trying to work on that, but I would probably break keto if I were to go on 4th of July to a party and they've got banana pudding. It is so, so good. Then you put some whipped cream on it too. And you just, man, it it is a comfort food. It's, it's one of my favorite desserts, not just Fourth of July, but desserts. I am so excited you said that, and not something other. That was the other dessert. That was four A, four B. I'm surprised you didn't pick that one. When you said dessert, I said he's saying banana pudding. He's doing it. All right, 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 right. Well, you know, I love apple. I love apple everything. Right. Apple peanut butter. Those two are my things. But it, it, let me just say this: I have the George, the best, the George of banana pudding recipes. Right. It is off the hook. Um, I'm going to have to send this video to her, but <laughs> our old charge nurse at the, the hospital I worked at when I was going through ministry school, 
for my birthday, she had heard through the grapevine that I loved banana pudding. Right. And she brought this vat of pudding. I mean, this thing was huge. It was lined with chessmen cookies, it, bananas, real bananas, mm-hmm. fake bananas, banana flavoring, <laughs> vanilla, uh, cream cheese, extra cream cheese, oh all of this stuff, dude. It was so good. And I have it. I have the – so about – Six months ago, or so, maybe maybe a little longer, I, I we were going to do a party here, and somebody wanted banana pudding, so I messaged her, and I said, I'm going to get it. Is that you? That was me. I was there when you <laughs> messaged her and got the recipe. I knew, it. Talked I knew about, it. You've talked about it since I've known you. So we are going to do that next time we're together. Yes. I, we have to. We have to. I've got it. It's, it's I, I, yes, so good. Okay. I love banana so, pudding. Pastor Doug, you don't like cobbler. How, what are your thoughts on banana pudding? Man, banana pudding is up there. Okay. Um, my mom, my mom made it from scratch. You know, she didn't buy the box pudding where you add milk. She actually cooked the made the real pudding. Yeah, the pudding was real. Oh man, yeah. Well, <laughs> back in the country, there was nothing instant, you know. So right. she would make it from scratch. Awesome. Add in the bananas and the and the cookies and a few other secret things. So yeah. We always look forward to Sunday dinner when Mama made banana pudding because it was better than the fried chicken, man. Come on, come on! Nice, it's so, it's so yeah. good. Hey, so I nice. want that recipe, Kirk. I want I'll that. I'll add recipe. it to my my uh, best. It of. is so good. It's her. It's her recipe. When I asked her for it, she's like, she did the same thing your lady with the uh, sweet tea did. She's yeah. like, this is a little secret recipe, but but I'll let you have it. Okay. So I have to shoot it over to her. Snoot. We I- called her Snoot. Uh, thank you for that recipe. We're gonna make it soon. I've so, heard you talk about it before, so it's time you share that, man. Yep, I'm sharing it. I'm sharing it. All right, All right so TJ Jazzy Jeff, it's my turn. What so you got? I just did a little swap. You know, you you went dessert uh, second, and I'm going to go dessert first, side second. I'm going to go uh, with my side. So here we go. Um, if I'm going to the sides, I love a lot of good sides. Gosh, I love the you, – you mentioned it. You mentioned the baked beans and – coleslaw and all those things. I love all those, but if I'm going to pick the number one out of those, especially if it's homemade, it's definitely the mac and cheese. Come on. 100% the mac and cheese. So we got peanut butter, apples, cheese. Those are like the three major food categories for my, my life. (laughs) Um, But it's gotta be so good. Like we're going to, we're going to, I mean, it's melty. It's creamy. I don't like chunky ones. No, don't like that. But I also like when it's cooked just enough where you could get that whole rim around of cheese. That's there's, there's not many things that are really good burnt, but burnt cheese around the outside. Oh my goodness. That is just heavenly for me. I'm going with my side baked macaroni and cheese. And matter of fact, I'm going to just tell you this. I, I'm I, I, the only thing for me is that I like it to be creamy cheese. I, I don't care what kind of noodles. I don't care if it comes out of a box. I don't care if it is a box plus homemade. I just want mac and cheese. And, and, and that is the, it's gotta be at every barbecue for me. If it's not there, I'll bring it. And so yeah. that is my side. Awesome. My TJ mac Jackson. and cheese. So my question for you and, and Pastor, you can answer this one too. Okay. I'm glad you said baked mac and cheese because I do prefer that. Although, you know, when it's in the pot and it's made, you know, it's okay. It's whatever. But baked mac is where it's at. Um, are you a middle piece or that corner edge piece of the baked mac and cheese? 
I'm always in the middle, but I'm going to scrape with my knife around just to get a little extra crisp. side. A little, that, little bit of that, that crisp. crisp. Right. Yeah. What about I'm you, Pastor Doug? What about I mean, you? It's like brownies for me. I'm in the middle. I need it. I need it. I need it soft and creamy. Yeah. I am definitely in the corner. Thank you. Oh. Yes. In the corner where it's hard on the edge. Mm-hmm. You got you got to kind of chisel it off the pan. The only you know? issue I have with the corner is sometimes all the cheese don't get there. Yeah, so if you, get a, if you get a good spread of cheese and the cheese kind of fries uh-huh. against the wall and yes. it's just like, you know, burnt cheese. <laughs> it's like cheese then, jerky. It's so good. You get to the yes. middle, you get to the middle yes, of the corner piece. Cheese jerky. That is that we've got a thing. We just fell onto something. Cheese, <laughs> cheese jerky. That's a great, that's a new cheese. idea. Write that down. <laughs> market it. Market it now. Send so it. when you get to the corner piece, the hard cheese on the, in the edge, but when you get in the middle of the corner piece, it's soft and delicious it's like um, ah i mean just like best of both worlds in that one okay so aside from cheese and of course a little milk and the noodles the number one thing that needs to be in there is lots of butter the next recipe i'm making is two tons of butter yeah lots and lots of butter if you make it with that with that kind of love i'm in i'm in yeah paula dean built an entire empire on butter (laughs) everything she cooks you need seven sticks of butter right that's how she starts out my son comes in the other day pastor pastor doug my son comes in we have i'm I'm cooking food i i i made like some 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 meat and i was like i gotta do some sides so i pull out these three sides i think it was like cauliflower brussels sprouts and broccoli or something and i was just trying to clear out some of the stuff in the freezer and uh i i make them all and my son's like I don't like white broccoli. I don't like uh, trees. I don't like, and I'm like, just taste it. And he, he goes, I don't like moms. And he ate it all. And he said, I don't know what you did different. I said, well, I had it. Lots of salt and lots of butter. Lots <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so makes everything better. Makes everything better. eat all of that. I said, you got to give him butter for vegetables. Butter, butter. for vegetables. <laughs> it's the key to life, man. Butter. So good. So good. Yeah. So, mac and cheese. Great pick, Kirk. I love it. Good side. That was that was also just like you said. Banana pudding was almost yours. That was yeah. almost my side. So we're we're yeah. close. Okay. It's not quite to the crush warm, but we're. Now we're look, there. I just noticed something. Pastor Doug went with sweet tea, so his yes. plate is going to be in three, not four. So he's getting bigger portions bigger on his portions. That's well, sweet. I have a I have a twist coming for oh. my other two things. So yeah, I got a little extra coming. Right, Here we so, go. Here we go. All right. Pastor Doug, what's your DJ Jazzy Jeff? Yeah. My number three is potato salad. Let's okay. go. Good. Good Homemade side. potato salad with mayo and mustard. Thank both. you. Thank you. Thank you. Both. Just a tad of mustard. You can overdo it. Lots and lots of mayo. Like if yes. you're doing like a bowl, you need like a cup and a half of mayo and a, about, you know, three teaspoons of mustard. But man, and I like my potato salad a little on the creamy side and not quite the chunky side. So you get too chunky. It's almost like, you know, too hard to cheat. You got to mash it a little bit on the outside, like red beans and rice. Yes, just like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then it mixes great with your baked beans. There you go. As you said before, great one. So I confession time um, you don't like potato salad well no and here's why i what? like it i like it get off here but Come on. <laughs> here's here's why here's why most of the time and not everybody most of the time or at least 
in my family growing up and Courtney makes it this way, she adds pickles to it. And I just can't stand pickles. I just don't yeah, pickles like are them. not allowed in my potato salad. So, I don't like okay. Them. Well then I would like your potato salad. I'm sure I would. It's yeah. just, it's the They're popular in the South. A lot of people do that, but I don't I like, don't pickles. like pickles or celery in it. And I definitely yes. don't like fruit in it Yeah, as well. So if you, if you're Lazy. the person that couldn't have grapes, get no. that junk out of here. That, that's but an I abomination. I like an occasional, yeah, uh, hard boiled eggs in it. I do like occasional hard yeah. boiled eggs. I put hard boiled hard boiled eggs and olives. Nice on okay. the top. That way, if you want them, you can dip them off. If you don't, you can pass bypass them. But well, I like boiled eggs and olives. The olives. Yeah. Be the I, thing so that recently, I've is. been tasked to make the potato salad at the events that we've had over at the house, and I've tried mustard based. I tried mayonnaise based i tried both of them based vinegar based all these different things yeah and i think my favorite is a lot of mayonnaise um and 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 a little mustard yeah. eggs and um i also add instead of putting pickles in it i put pickle juice in it. so yeah, i've tried that before too yeah and so kind of kind of kind of somebody mentioned that like, like that's how they make chick-fil-a chicken yeah. and whatever and they make potato salad so i i tried one time and they loved it so it, it's okay but I love potato salad. That is that was close, Pastor. That was close. That was probably my number number two um, on oh. sides. Baked beans, wow. probably three. So wow. awesome, awesome. I'm glad it I'm glad it has a showing on somebody's mountain, and it will definitely be down in the comments oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, it's a, it's a popular. I mean, it's one of the top ones that people are gonna. Yeah. You know, you think of a picnic barbecue, you're, you're thinking potato salad. So I. No, I totally get it. It's just for me personally. My family made it with pickles. I'm just glad we chose never... the top three over collard greens and coleslaw because I like those two. But there's those three are definitely way above. Yeah. Oh, Have yeah. you guys ever done a Rushmore on SpongeBob SquarePants? It will happen in August. We'll definitely do one. One of the best episodes in season two, back when Stephen uh, Hillenberg was still alive, was the line when SpongeBob was on the beach. And somebody stepped into potato salad, and one of the characters that didn't have a name said, Way to go, buddy. It took us three days to make that potato salad. Three days! <laughs> Best line in the whole season. We are halfway. It is time for our top two presidentes. Uh, all right, Andy, who's your link? Who's Abe Lincoln for you? Who's Link? All right, so we got my dessert, we got my side. So that's taking a half of my plate right there. I'm saving the other two parts for meat. Okay, we're gonna do it. It's about Where's time. The meat? We're getting to the meat. We have the meat. And my link, and I did this on purpose. My link is smoked sausage. Links. I love <laughs> it. So, I, so I went between George for this one because I really like it, and I said, "Well, it's too. I mean, it, it's made for this. It has to be link, right?" Um, but, but my one and my two, you could, you could. Give me both of them, and I'm happy with them. But Link, smoked sausage, I love it. The best part about smoked sausage, man, and and is when you bite into it and it snaps. Step into a Slim Jim. Like yeah. you know what I mean? You've yeah. got to get the casing. It's got a crack in your mouch. It's got to be like cracklings on the outside, and then the juice runs down your chin. Oh my gosh, Heck it is yeah. so good. I love smoked sausage. Um, it's it's one of my favorite. If I'm going to go to a barbecue restaurant, most barbecue restaurants I go to, it's uh, you know, you get the choice of you can get one meat, two meat, or three meat. I'm like, bro, give me the three meat. Absolutely. Always. Absolutely. Uh, and and even if I do that, give me double sausage, right? Because <laughs> uh, I just, 
Uh, I love him. I, I said beans were my uh, were my rosy, right? Got to have the smoked sausage in the beans too. Um, but there's so many different types of sausage, right? So like some places you go to, you just get a straight up smoked sausage, which is so good. Sometimes you can go razzle dazzle with the little jalapeno cheese sausage, right? You've got different flavors of those things. Um, but I, I just love smoked sausage. It is my... I'm glad link. you mentioned that because here in Atlanta... They don't do sausage the same way as the Louisiana. But one of the things that I do love is I love going to the QT, which is basically racetrack, and get the jalapeno cheddar sausage links. And it's about the closest thing that I can get in spice on sausage to, to, to mimic some of that Louisiana stuff. But I'll, I'll, I'll just grab that as a snack and head on out, not mm. get the bun, you know, keto time. But yeah. that's one of my favorites. But, uh, I'm just going to throw this out there. Um, chilies. Hi, welcome to Chili's. Has a, uh, a, a, they have this plate thing that's like a barbecue uh, situation and, and it's got one meat, two meat, three meat. And I always get the three meat because I have to have the slices of smoked sausage because it would be the one I would eliminate out of the three. And that, I have to have a third one just to get those sausages. Those things are so good. This is the thing, though. See, so you say it, the slice. I want the whole link of sausage because you get the snap, right? Like you get, oh, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. Feel like I love the so, snap, but I need to get those sausages. Yeah. The one thing, look, Louisiana knows is it's sweet tea, like like Pastor Doug said, but also sausages. Man, you stop at any gas station worth its anything, it's going to give you some sausage, and it also has to be in the sketchiest place, right? Uh, you right. go somewhere and you get boudin and there's like this little flashing red light over it. You know, it's that barely stays on. Yeah. You know, it's going to be good right now. You're going to probably have to make sure that there's a restroom nearby, um, uh, sure. you know, within a couple miles. Right. But you know what you're getting into. But man, Louisiana knows how to do it. Sausage. I love yeah. smoked sausage. You mentioned boudin. You mentioned boudin. We're not doing crawfish boil, but that's oh, yeah, yeah. four things that my crawfish boil for sure. But it's a for, for all my non-Louisiana folks. That's our that's our that's our spin on sausage back home. It's a uh, it's 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 just a delightful treat. We were driving through Crotch Springs, Louisiana. <laughs> Billy's. <laughs> Billy's. You should definitely do a uh, a Rushmore on the four weirdest names in Louisiana cities because that would be one of them. Who would name the town Crotch Springs? But anyway, so we're driving through Crotch Springs, and there's this the biggest building in town. Right, is a Boudin store. Yeah, Boudin balls. Man, it's it must be like ten thousand square feet. Of course, it's a gas station, restaurant. So, TD, I have a friend that used to work on that bridge right there in Crotch Springs. Yes, it is. It's right on the bridge. It's right up past the bridge. And yeah. and uh, when I told him, you know, back in the day when I was going to Alexandria, he said, "Dude, are you going through Crotch Springs?" I said, "I don't know." <laughs> and he said, "If you go through Crotch Springs, I used to work at that bridge. You gotta <laughs> stop at Billy's, and you must bring me back a couple bags of boot yeah. balls." We talked They're about Crop Springs on the Rushmore show back in our New Orleans food episode with Mike yes, Sanders. we did. And we brought did up really? Billy's Boudin. We brought it oh up. Oh, my God. This is the second appearance well, of Billy's Boudin. It sounds like Crop a Springs. horrible food, but, man, Boudin is. Whew. All right. So Easy. that's a little bit All off right. of the barbecue. Turn. I'm going to go smoked sausage for my uh, for my. Smoked sausage. Smoked sausage. Yeah. So, Kurt, right. where are we going to go? Where are we going for the link? 
I'm going to go with Link, and it's probably number one for many people. It's just not number one for me. Number one is probably the George for a lot of folks, especially if you're a really good uh, – if you're, if you're a technician with the smoker, right? If you if, – if, if, if you, full disclosure, my wife barbecues at my house. I am terrible barbecue, and I, I burn everything. So, But if you are a technician – this is probably one of your specialties and yeah. it's got to be the brisket. Mm-hmm. The brisket is going to be my link. Uh, I get the brisket everywhere. It's always my number two meat behind my number one. I'm going to get those two every time. Um, if, if I go to the barbecue joint, uh, but brisket, I mean, you can make brisket sandwich. You can, like I was just talking about chilies. Uh, it might be sacrilegious, but they got a brisket quesadilla. It's insane. Um, but brisket, uh, but the one thing about brisket and, and most of the barbecue meats, and it's not something that I, I almost did this one. I almost put this as one of my four and I was like, nah, because they're all different everywhere you go. You gotta have a good sauce, right? You gotta have like a good barbecue sauce that has either spices or sweet, depending on wherever you're at, whoever they make it. And that lights that, uh, those meats up. And, and, and I usually try and split mine in half and try one split of uh, one, one half sweet, one half hot. Um, and, and, and that's just my, my, my go-to there, but brisket, um, I'll eat it with just a fork with nothing else. If you give me a little bit of that toast, it's going on the toast. I'm going to be biting on that, but yeah, barbecue brisket, smoked brisket. Yeah. I'm a fan. That is going to be my link. Good pick. I love brisket. Um, you know, another place that surprisingly has good brisket is Bucky's. If you go there and you get those, the brisket, you see them chopping it up the whole time. So, so hot take, hot take. A lot of people like Bucky's. A lot of people don't. The big deal about Bucky's and those sandwiches is you got to get them to make them fresh. Because yeah. if they've been sitting out there a while, that bread is nice and soggy. Most people don't yeah. like that. But here, I like the soggy bread. So I'll get all those ones while you're making them fresh. Yeah. I want the one that's been sitting up there for a few days. So here's another, another hot the take. World's biggest Buckies in uh, the Smoky Mountains. Nice. No. Right they just on... put one not very far from, from my house, Pastor. Oh, and really? It's kind of going and testing out the uh, the brisket and the sandwiches. But the best thing there is the beaver nuggets. Got to have beaver nuggets. Oh, yeah. We get those yeah. every time we go. But the exit to the Smokies off uh, uh, I-40 is exit 407. And there's a hill on the – lot on the southeast corner that is empty and Bucky's bought it and they're building their largest store in America. It's like 50,000. As if they weren't people. large enough. You pull right. up and there's like a hundred people gassing up. Yeah. It's like, there's like a hundred waiting to Bucky's to gas up. There are a hundred people there. Yeah. And then there's an overflow parking. If you want to shop, <laughs> it's the only place in the world where you can buy a brisket sandwich or you can buy a tow trailer to pull your car on. I yeah. mean, <laughs> everything in the world is at Bucky's. You feel whatever you need, it's there. It's, it and is. I feel like every time I go there, I gotta buy a freaking shirt for my kid. I it's know. Like, and that little that little uh, beaver thing with the teeth, man. My kids yeah. always, my grandkids <laughs> love that thing. Yeah, I love Bucky's. But nice. here's, here, you said a hot take about brisket. Um, uh, uh, you know, you you mentioned one. I'm gonna give you a hot take real quick. I don't like sauce on my barbecue. I can tell by your face. There I it can is. tell by your face because you're a dry rub guy. I'm a right? dry rub. 
I'm a purist. I want the meat to speak for itself. I don't want now some vinegar and stuff is good. Sometimes you spray it with the apple juice while you're cooking it or apple cider vinegar and stuff. And I'm cool with all that. And look, I if you don't, don't want sauce, that's good. That's that's okay. I'm still eating it. But the sauce, if you're a good barbecue technician, you have your own barbecue sauce too. And yeah. so, man, so, I'm not talking about like putting my steak in it, right? I'm not, I'm not that right. guy. I used to be not that guy. But yeah, a brisket can have a little, little, little love on it, a little love on it. But you, we've mentioned it about wings. You don't like the wet wings; you like the dry wings. So I rub wings, man. It's that's your preference all the, all the time, all the time. So that's I, hey, that's a good pick. Brisket is good. Brisket is good. Link, Link, Lincoln, Pastor Doug, right. who is your number two on the mountain? This was the hardest of all four because you know it's just so many good things. One was easy. I knew what I loved most, but two was like, wow. So here's where I'm at. Pulled pork. Nice. It's my number two. Nice. And I make my own. Yes. Nice. I call it my world famous A&W root beer pulled pork. I was pork. about to say, I believe I've had this before. You've had it. All of y'all have had it at once. One time root beer in the, in, the, in, the, in the sauce. Yeah, y'all have had, everybody that are on our staff has had my pulled pork. And I got the recipe from a waitress at a restaurant years ago. So me and Cam were eating dinner one night and Rachel was gone uh, on a trip for the church. And the, and the waitress asked, are you guys uh, alone? Are you wait for somebody? I said, no, it's just me and my son. And so she took good care of us. And I made a comment. I guess I, I got to cook dinner tomorrow night. And she said, well, if you're want to do something easy. Let me give you my pulled pork recipe. So she wrote it down for me. The main ingredient is A&W root beer. And I tell you, man, it takes 24 hours to make it, but it melts in your mouth. It's so good. In fact, I made, I I cooked a, um, I cooked a crock pot full last Sunday and all of our kids and their spouses and their kids came over. So it takes 24 hours. Yeah. Well, by the time you prep it, cook it, Pull it, you know, that season it. Dedication. It's a, it's a full day. Yeah. yeah, but most of the work's done by the crock pot. You you set it, walk away for ten hours, flip it, come back, pull it. Yeah, but uh, you cook it. Um, you put the pork roast in the crock pot, cover it with A and W root beer. Nice. And let it cook mm-hmm. for about twelve hours. In, I love that. We had that at Stafford anyway. Treat. We had that at Stafford Treat this year. So I, yeah, remember, I made that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I stayed up all yeah. night. The, we're going to be trading before. recipes, PD. We're trading recipes. Yeah, we got to do that, man, because I want that one you talked about. What I've noticed, Pastor Doug, you steal a lot of recipes from waitresses. This is the second one. That is the key to my whole uh, recipe uh, collection. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. That's so good. That's so good. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Hey, pulled pork, pulled pork, great pick. That's another one to me that – um, you know, the A and W and stuff that you make in yours that essentially kind of, that makes its own sauce that it's cooking in. Yeah. And I always out. use, always use a sweet, sweet, um, is it sweet daddy Ray's sweet baby yeah. Ray's sweet, sweet baby, baby Ray's. Ray's. Yeah. I always use his for the pulled pork. I've tried others, but his really complements the A and W flavor so good. Mm. So I, I use sweet baby Ray's, but on my pulled pork sandwich, I always add a spoonful of coleslaw. Yes. It's yes. part of the sandwich. So, you know, it's kind of weird, but I do like it. So you, 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 he snuck in coleslaw on us. He snuck it in. We got okay. it in there. <laughs> it's okay. You snuck ice cream in, so we're good. We're yeah, good. I we snuck ice cream in. He snuck. All right, cool. I snuck bacon into my. Yeah. <laughs> George, George, man, what a great time. 
to talk about George on the 4th of July. All right, so, Andy, who yes. is your number one? What is the number one food that you're putting on that plate? You've got three things hanging out. You're, you're, mo- you're moving everything over to get this one on there. This is, this is my favorite. I mean, this was – I said that sausage could have been up there, but when I really think about it, this is my number one item at any barbecue restaurant. If I'm going to somebody's house and they're making these – um, this, I just love it so much. And, and this food is much more than just the flavors. There is an experience to this yeah. food. There's an experience, which barbecue, it, it, there is an experience. It, it takes a long time. It's methodical. You can't just zap it in the microwave, right? It, yeah. Even in a crock pot that there's not a lot of work, it takes time, right? Mm-hmm. And this is just like that. My number one, my George give me some ribs baby i want ribs um i love ribs like i said here's a a few things about ribs to me i don't want fall off the bone ribs right i've had ribs where it's like you pick it up and it just gravity does the work for you um i don't want that um the meat tastes fine but i also don't want leather that i'm chewing on there has to be a little bit of a fight with a rib there is nothing that makes you feel more like an, a man, like you just this Fred Flintstone chomping down on this bone. And the best part, obviously on the meat's great, but the 20 minutes it takes to gnaw off those little morsels that are left on there. Let's go. It, it's like I said, there's an experience to it. So I love ribs. Um, you can give me really kind of any style of rib. Um, it, I'm cool with, um, you like chilies, obviously, Kirk. So you may say something about chilies, ribs. But anyway, um, I love it, it's just it's good. And again, it's one of the ones. Give me dry rub meat. That's what I want. I don't need sauce on it. Although some people love to slather some sauce. Now, I will say, sauce is good when it's cooked on the ribs. I don't want extra wet on top of it, right? I, yeah. I it's cooked in the sauce and I'm cool with it. Um, but yeah, ribs. Just there's it's it doesn't get more barbecue to me than just a rack of ribs on a plate. So what are you guys, what are you guys thoughts on ribs? I absolutely love ribs. Ribs are a, they are the key. They are a staple of barbecue. Um, I love, so you you mentioned um, different styles of ribs for, for years, for years, we always got the country style ribs and basically no bone, no bone. And they're just big, thick. And man, Brittany used to boil them up first and then bake them. Um, and, and, and I would, that was my favorite meal for years. And then one day I just said, Hey, let's try some baby back ribs. Chili baby back ribs. So she's like, I don't think I've ever done that before. And my goodness, that those, they're just so amazing. So I, I love ribs. Um, it's one of my favorite foods. Whenever I get the uh, three meat combo at any barbecue restaurant, ribs is always in the mix. Yeah, got to be. ribs are just like you know, gotta have you know, a couple stuck in your teeth for like you know a little time yeah. after. And I'm like, I don't want a toothpick. I want to fight with it. I want to. I want, want it to stay there. It's part yeah, of the man, Give it twelve hours to linger because it's great. <laughs> that is probably the worst thing, honestly. I mean, yeah, we joke and kid. That's probably the worst thing about ribs. Like, yeah. you're, you're tasting uh-huh. them days later. And, yeah, yeah, still there. <laughs> and you're like, I just found some of this. What was that? All right. 
George, my George, and uh, it's not a shocker. It's the very first Crushmore of today. Our very first Crushmore, and I am going to go with Ribs. Yes, come on. Yes, Crushmore. Look, that's why I didn't talk so much on yours, and you knew it. You knew it was coming. Yep. Ribs are probably – okay, so we've, we've – Andy, we've had this conversation, and most people will probably – uh, try to exercise the demon here. When I talk about my favorite foods, right? And everybody loves Mexican and, you know, Latino foods, Spanish, with all these different things, Chinese. At the very top of mine is probably barbecue or American. Yeah. And this is at the very top of that. It's probably the my Georgia foods. Mm. It's probably my favorite food. If my wife is cooking ribs, either ribs or pork chops, I am a happy person. We could do that every night. Every other night, we'll just skip the two. And yeah. that is my favorite. And, and, and you mentioned it. But here's, I love the sauce. Look, I want it to be baked on. And then I want it to be poured on. And I want, like, when I eat, I got to go take a shower. Like, I got to the barbecue out of my face, right? And, yeah. and you mentioned something. You don't like them when they fall off the bone. Listen. If they're done right, if they fall off the bone, but I'm not throwing anything away that is on that bone. I'm still gnawing at the bone. Yeah. I'm using it as a toothpick. You know, I'm that guy with chicken wings. I'm that guy with pork chops. I am going all around the bone. I'm okay with that. But if they are cooked slow and low and, mm -hmm. and, and perfect, the right base things, the right, I mean, barbecue sauce, whether it's salt or sugar or all the things that goes on that, I am the biggest fan. And I, I, like I said, I love country style. And I also really, really love um, uh, baby back. So great. Um, Obviously, I agree with, I agree it, with you. It's my number one. It's the number one of the three. I'm getting that. I'm getting brisket and I'm getting sausage if they've got it. That's my three. If I'm going to three meat special, it is it. All right. So that's my George. Pastor Doug, what you think? Well, about ribs. Unlike Andy, I like my ribs dripping with barbecue sauce. Yes, yes. I like when the when the sauce runs down my arms to my elbows. Oh yeah, I need I a shower. To, I want the to look like I just delivered a baby. You know, I want it. Everywhere. <laughs> I want the sauce everywhere. Man. I don't think like, I'm ever going to eat ribs the same way now. <laughs> and it's just a little piece like this, and you're like, "This is yeah, exactly, here. man." You got to lick every finger. You got to get a towel for your arms. The, my and, favorite barbecue place is when they actually put a roll of paper towels on your, on your table. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. know you're coming. Yeah. Right. Here is the roll. The whole roll is <laughs> yeah. on the table. Good one. Like Here's that. your napkins for the, for the day. All yeah. right, Pastor. Mr. George. All right. My George? Yeah. My George, I saved the best for last, and I knew right away that this was going to be my number one. My favorite barbecue food is bread pudding. Oh, wow. Okay. He went, you didn't see that coming, he, he did you? the whole meat section. We're going to throw the pudding on top, baby. Man, I, I live for the bread pudding. The little hole-in-the-wall Picayune barbecue spot we go to is in a gas station, a former gas station. The dining room is not even walled in. It's just screened in. I mean, this is the, you know, perfect Americana barbecue place, but they do homemade bread pudding every day. They're open. They're open three days a week and they make it in house with rum sauce. It is the best bread pudding I have mm. ever put in my mouth. In fact, 
I save it for last because, and sometimes I eat two of them, one in the beginning and one in the end because <laughs> it's so good. That's good. Yes. That's good. So question, yeah. question, because this is a polarizing item um, for this reason. Raisins or no raisins in the bread pudding? No raisins. See, some people do it either way. I just. No, I don't like raisins at all. Yeah. You know, it's like a grape that didn't make the cut. I don't like that. You know, it's like, <laughs> live up to your, you know, to your name. Um, be a grape or be nothing. Lots well, of ru- lots of rum sauce, extra rum sauce, man. So you mentioned so, that too. I had this story. I my great grandmother made bread pudding at every you know family gathering we would have, and it was one of the best ones that I remember as a kid. But she lived to a hundred, so towards the end of her life, she made it again. I mean, she was I don't know ninety eight, ninety nine at this point, and, and made it. And I was like, oh yeah, Momo made uh, bread pudding. This is gonna be so good. And she had like a whiskey sauce, right? Everybody, you know, rum sauce, whatever. And I've had it before. And, you know, when you cook all that down, the alcohol is burned down. It's not anything. It just has like a taste or whatever. Well, she didn't cook it this time because I poured some sauce on that thing. And I was like, Mama, you just, that's all you did. Like, just poured whiskey on it. Um, So that's my, (laughs) that's a memory. I I said, I I can eat one bite. I'm done. I'm done. A little joke. It's an absolute favorite of mine. Pastor Doug, I've got another recipe for you. Oh, yes. Makes a white chocolate rum sauce. And and it's a white chocolate sauce that, uh, that, you know, after we got sober, she she went to a different kind of sauce to, to eliminate having alcohol in the house and having to cook it down. And it is freaking amazing. It, it, every event we have, she goes, should I make the bread pudding? And I'm like, what? It's no event if we don't have it. Yeah, I'll um, always make it. It is amazing. So it's white chocolate bread I pudding. It is off the chain. Great. Yeah. Big. Look, great mountains all around. We have we have given you guys our Rushmore a barbecue food, some surprises there at the end. But overall, um, I would probably take any of your plates. One crush more. One crush more ribs. So look, one on the ribs. Just, a, just real quick, um, uh, one of the things I was thinking about putting on there was barbecued baked chicken. Barbecued yeah. baked chicken. And it reminds that. me, when I was a kid, back um, – Back when I was a little guy, we didn't have crawfish in Louisiana for every Easter. Apparently, that happened uh, 15 years after me. And, and, and every every event that I go to for Easter, they got crawfish. But when I was a kid, they did barbecue chicken. And mm-hmm. if I get a good piece of barbecue chicken, it brings me right back mm-hmm. to Easter when I was like five years old. I really want to put that one on there, too. But, man, I, it's good mountains. Really awesome. All around. Good mountains all around. I almost did pulled pork. Um, almost made my list. That's another meat. But I had to I had to throw in some some sides and dessert um, there just to kind of balance it out some. But overall, uh, I hope that I'm invited to you guys barbecue next time we have that because you guys sound like you know what you're talking about. So <laughs> give me a good one. I know what I'm talking about as far as eating it. I can't make most of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that was an amazing Rushmore. Pastor Doug, thank you for coming on board with us. It's it's great hanging out with you always. But to come fun. and take this little journey with us, uh, you know, Andy and I started this back in January, but we became friends at your church. And 
now yeah. he's on with you and man we just love everything about it we had to have you on and Thank when we you. were which time we were like gotta be in the summer the guy loves vacation the guy loves barbecue <laughs> he loves going out and and just enjoying america yeah. and uh, we got to have you on so Thank you I so much, Kurt. Get mountains. Yeah, man. Look at that right there. <laughs> there. Hey, look, when you came on, I said, is he in the Smokies right now? <laughs> <laughs> Up here, yeah. I'm always in the Smokies. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty soon you will be there forever. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. Just, that, that's be. that's your plan, I know. It could be, bro. All right. All right. So look, we're gonna do we're gonna do this. Pastor Doug, we're going to ask you to hang out just for just a little while. We, we always do a second segment. And yeah. actually, we did a second segment on our this segment we did on your podcast right. uh, about three, four months ago, right? And we it's did. called Who's Your George? Yep. guys who's your george we've been in who, who's your george from the beginning it is the og the original george was basically just a uh conversation between me and andy and he was going to ask me 10 15 questions see how fast i can get them done see if i could do them under a minute but we have evolved since having paul on with us we've decided to do a who's your george kind of contest with our contestant or or with our our guests and um what's going to happen today is we all prepared 10 questions that have to do with Americana, 4th of July, barbecues, whatever it may be. And we have to pick the very best, what we would consider the George as fast as possible. Um, it's not always our George because we're really trying to think fast, mm -hmm. but the idea is to give your favorite of that specific one. Each one of us are keeping a timer for the other two, and we'll see who can knock out 10 questions. Who's your George the fastest? Yeah, this is fitting. It's 4th of July. Who's your George? It just makes sense. It's perfect. too perfect to have. And so what we'll do is, uh, Kirk, I'm going to ask you 10 questions. Pastor Doug will keep a timer. Kirk will ask Pastor Doug, and then Pastor Doug will ask me who got the quickest amount of time is the winner of this. I'm the reigning champ as of right now, so I've, <laughs> got, I've got a title to defend, and we'll see how this goes. So um, it's going to be a great time. So Kirk and Pastor Doug, are you guys ready for Who's Your George? All right, I'm ready. Uh, start the timer after I ask the first question. Finish asking the first question. Okay, so Kirk, who's your George, or what's your George of pie? Apple. Fast food restaurant? Uh, Burger King. Classic car? Uh, Camaro SS. 69 Camaro SS. Classic rock song? Uh, American Pie. <laughs> Olympic sport? <laughs> Winter would be curling. Okay. Okay. Action movie? Um, uh, gosh, action movie. Uh, Rambo. Historical figure? George Washington. There you go. Monument. Uh, Statue of Liberty. Vacation spot. Uh, Disney World. Firework. <laughs> Sparkler. Stop. All right. What do we get? What's our time? 45.95. 45.95. I'm going to type that in. Uh, Kirk, pretty good showing. 45. Point nine five. All right. So then I will keep a timer now. 
Kirk, you are going to ask your 10 questions to Pastor Doug. Let me pull that up. Okay, whenever you're ready. All right, Pastor Doug, are you ready? I think. What <laughs> is your favorite state to visit? Tennessee. Who's your favorite president? Ronald Reagan. What's your favorite memory of the fourth? Shooting fireworks with my dad. Americana song. Uh, God bless the USA. U.S. landmark. Um, Mount Rushmore. <laughs> What's your favorite burger? Um, burger King. Whopper. Car. 57 Chevy. Sports team. Uh, New Orleans Saints. Amusement park. Um, uh, Oh, man. Um, Bluegrass Park in Arkansas is real tiny. And pie. Apple. All right. So you ready for your time? Yeah. Pastor Doug, 49.5. Oh, the amusement park got him. I thought for sure you'd say Dollywood. I think it was the park that messed you up. I think that yeah. was the one. We were there. I was thinking of amusement park and yeah. U.S. music park. I would have said Dollywood. If no. I'd have been thinking, oh, I said amusement park. Oh, I thought you said a musical park. Oh, oh that's the mix-up. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes it. it happens. Okay. Forty-nine point five. That's my bad. <laughs> All right. That's the key. Okay. Trying to stumble you. I knew you hadn't. All right. So, Pastor Doug is going to ask been. me ten questions. Kirk, you're going to keep the time. I the time to beat right now is forty-five nine five. All right. Tell me when you're ready. I'm ready when you are. All right, here we go. Question number one. What is your favorite summer sport? Football. Grocery store chain. Rouse's. Flavor of snowball. Uh, nectar. Type of firework. Uh, poppers. Snap poppers. Which direction do you cut the watermelon? Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, hot dog style. Longitudinal, whatever. Patriotic movie. Pa uh, the Patriot. Summertime song. Uh, uh, summer of 69. Candy bar. Uh, Hershey's plane. Branch of the military. Uh, uh, Navy? Oh. Summer vacation spot. Uh, Gulf Shores. Time. Time. That's it. Drum roll. Andy, you win with 39 seconds. Oh, boy. 39, baby. <laughs> I told you, man. I am. I'm just. Who's your George? Is my game, man. I just. You are in the groove, man. I'm like there the Tom are. Brady of who's your George. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody You're probably play into your forties. <laughs> yeah. So hey, that was a great time, man. Awesome. Man, what a fun day. Awesome, awesome. We we you know half of those I probably lied about because like Kirk said, it's just off the top. I what did I say? Hershey bar? That's not my favorite. Candy yeah, you bar. said something that you probably don't even like. Yeah. <laughs> Rouses. Yeah, Rouses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rouses. I don't know. I don't, like summer of sixty. Like so, you said favorite summertime song, and I just thought of a song with the name "Summer" in the title. So <laughs> let me just do that one. And football is not a summer sport. It's not a summer no. sport. At all. <laughs> I was thinking maybe you're talking about the European League. I don't know. I don't know. But hey, all that matters at the end of the day. He's talking about seconds. 
Reigning yeah. champ. So, 39 hey. seconds, boy. Reigning champ. Wow. Hey, thank you, y'all. Well, Thanks so much for letting me be on, on the rush mode today. Did, who, did, did Andy really win? Yeah, the, uh, the comments right. probably well, let me know. Great time. Happy 4th of July to everybody. Uh, it's July. We have we have four things coming up. Obviously, we're doing barbecue uh, this week, but we have three more amazing summertime uh, episodes. We got dessert treats coming up with Randy and a few others. So it's going to be a great time. Hang out with us. Uh, check out. Uh, go check out last last week's episode if you want to know what's all coming up. We got a fantasy football league we're going to be doing. We're going live uh on friday every first friday hopefully you checked out last friday and, and and saw what we were doing um and and it's just been a real great time hanging out and, and letting you guys know pastor Doug, thank you for coming on pastor Doug, how can they find your podcast what's it yes. called yes uh, stories i didn't tell last sunday it's the best way to find it is on the journey app but it's on every platform where any app is listened to it's on Apple. We actually went on there a couple months back, uh, a couple yeah. weeks back, and kind of told our testimony, and we shared it on our page. So uh, that hey, one's let, down. Let the Rushmore community know, Pastor Doug. Let them know, what is your podcast all about? What is the premise behind yours? Well, the premise behind stories I didn't tell last Sunday is all of the stories that I work on for my Sunday sermon, about 90% of them never make it because there's only, you know, so many Sundays in the year. So the podcast are the stories that I, I don't get, I didn't get to tell last Sunday. So that's mm -hmm. the whole point about it. So it's usually a different story or a different guest telling a story. Like when you guys came on, it's about your story. So uh, great, great podcast to really kind of uh, just peel back some layers of Christianity and yeah. as well as just get to know your staff and your friends. Cause I, yeah. that's what I love the most about is getting to see some of my old friends back home. And I, I, I try and watch every one. One of my favorites was when you had Al on and you were talking about apologetics, man, and one of my favorite ones. Episode. Um, but man, I really enjoyed being on it too. And the producer yeah. of the show was a guest on the Rushmore show. Your he son, was. Kate yeah. was a couple in yeah. Music March. One of our best episodes ever, to be honest. It's it's it's, it's up there. So, uh, Cade, his uh, Pastor Doug's son. Yep, that was a, a blessing in, in itself. So, yeah. Well, the uh, podcast was really Cade's idea. He's it was his baby, and we developed it. Man, it's doing really well. We had a guest on about a month ago that that's working in the Ukraine, and it's one of our most listened to. Yeah. I remember that one. Too, ever. Yeah. So, you know, it's getting some traction. Appreciate you helping me promote it. It's also at jf.church. If you want to go to our website, you can you can link to the podcast right from jf.church. And, and guys, if you are in the uh, Slidell area or, you know, you're passing through to go visit folks back in New Orleans, you yeah, guys bro. stop in and visit Pastor Doug and, and Andy over at the church. Where, where are you guys located at, Pastor Doug? We are we are on Poncha Train uh, in Slidell, the South Side, uh, thirty one twenty seven Poncha Train in Slidell, Louisiana. But driving directions are on JF Church. Yeah, and also look if you are not in the Slidell area, Louisiana or whatever, and you're because look we've got some fans and some some subscribers who uh, are all over the country. Uh, we are online too, so just yeah. Thought you every every Sunday we're online. Uh, live and online at 10 a.m. and then a rebroadcast at 6 p.m. Uh, JF.church are on the Journey Fellowship Church app. Awesome. 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 Hey, awesome. Pastor Doug. So, 
the comments. Uh, let us know what your favorite barbecue is. Yeah. Uh, in the comments. Also, uh, let us know who you think really won the Who's Your George contest. <laughs> Listen, they hate us because they ain't us, man. Come on, baby. Yeah, and and I think hey, I may have won. Uh, <laughs> asked some really cool questions last week about like, what do you guys want to do this month and hanging out? And you probably heard some of those questions on Friday. Um, so it, 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 drop all those things in the comments. Get that conversation going, and we'll see you next time. All right, Andy, this is the time of the episode where we get to tell our friends. Goodbye and see you next time. How do we end this thing? This is the Rushmore Show, where it's all about your top four and nothing more. Peace. Peace.